Hello, dear ones. Grace and peace to all of you who joined us for this online service. It's a great joy to be with you and to bring the Word of God to your heart today. And before I start, I would like to remind you that we have been setting a challenge for this year. These years we will have 12 hours of prayer. Yes, we are going to have 12 hours of prayer for 12 months of the year. We already had the first 12 hours of the year in January, and we will have the second on the February 13th. Okay? And we want to encourage you and to challenge you to join us in this journey. Hallelujah. As we know, in these days are full of distraction and entertainment, but as a church, we cannot lose the focus and a sense of prayer. And that is what I want to talk about today. And today's message is the need of prayer. Before I start preaching, I want to pray. Let's pray together. Father, I pray and I ask you for your grace upon us. Give us our anointed anointing upon my life. Now speak to your people. Use my life and that all my brothers can listen from you, Lord, in this online service. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. And I want to talk about the need for prayer. Based on your own understanding, what is the greatest need of the church today? I believe that prayer has always been and will always be one of the greatest needs of the church of Jesus. My brothers, not praying is the worst possible evil things in the church. Because of the lack of prayer, how other sins come into our lives, such as lying, murmuring, prostitution, addiction, pornography, dissatisfaction, disobedience, rebellion, and many other sins. Leonard Havenhill said, the believer who prays ceases to sin, and the, and the believer who, who sins ceases to pray. Also, um, I, he said that the person who does not pray is led astray. And I want to read now Psalm, Psalm number 5, verse 3 says, In the morning, Lord, I hear your voice. In the morning, I lay my re request before you and wait expectantly. And I want to ask you, who is the the first person you communicate with in the morning, your wife, husband, children, your mobile, your WhatsApp. Because here, David, the psalmist says, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. And prayer should be the first need of the church. Because we can, we can see in the in, in the in the church in the earlier church prayer was one of the main practices 
of the church in the book of Acts as they prayed constantly. I want to read Acts 2.42 that says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship in the breaking of bread and prayer. My brothers, not, not only did the church members pray, but we also see that in the, in the personal lives of the apostles and the leaders of the earlier church, because in the book of Acts 6.4 says, the apostle said, and we'll give our attention to prayer, to prayer and the ministry of the word. And some translations, instead of say, using consecrate, said, dedicate and persevere in prayer. Or, a church that prays is a church that consecrates itself. A person that pray, that prays is a person that consecrates themselves. And a family that prays is a family that consecrates itself to the Lord. And today I want to answer some questions through the Word of God. If you can take a note, the first point I want to talk, what is prayer? Second, why should we pray? pray? Third, who should we pray? Fourth, to whom should we pray? And five, is there anyone we should pray for? Then, this is the five topics I want to talk today. Okay? Um, many books said that John Wesley used to preach 700 sermons a year, planting church while riding a horse, but still he found time to pray. He got up 4 a.m. to pray every day. Also, you are going to see that in Jesus' life. Jesus had a life of prayer that says in Mark 1.35, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Jesus started his ministry, my brothers, by praying. He was taken by the Spirit to the desert and was 40 days of prayer and fasting. Maybe you don't know, but not praying is a sin. It's the sin of self-sufficiency. Yeah, God told me that. When we don't pray, is a sin of self-sufficient. Or... When you wake up in the morning and don't say a word to your Creator, you are telling God that you, you can do everything by yourself, that you don't need God, and you don't depend on God. You are not saying in words, but you are telling to God that. And you are saying, I can and I can. But Job also said, in prayer, I know that my Redeemer lives and, and that he will finally raise up in my favor. And the disciples, my brothers, felt such a need to pray, to pray that they asked to the Lord to teach them 
how to pray. Luke 11 verse 1, uh, it's written, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to, to pray. Just as John taught his disciples. Luke 11, 1. My brothers, teach us to, how to pray was the only thing that the disciples asked Jesus. They did not say, teach us how to preach or to heal the sick. Teach us how to cast out demons, how to take care of the need or how to earn money. No. But they asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. And going to the first point now, what is prayer? Prayer is, is talking, talking to God, listening to God. It, it is you talking to God and listen God. And also in prayer, we also glorify and we exalt his name. You are going to see that in Matthew 6, verse 9, that says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Or, this is how to exalt and glorify his name. Beloved, when we pray, we exalt him. We glorify him. We express his holiness, sovereignty, power, authority, dominion, wisdom, strength, and existence. This is what we are expressing. Also, we express his whole being, omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. Then we also express our feelings for him, our gratitude, our love, our desire, and passion. Yeah, also when we are praying, we show transparency, who we really are. We confess our sins, weakness, disability, recognizing that he is powerful to help and forgive us. And what will prayer produce in our lives? Prayer produce holiness, salvation, fruitfulness, faith, transparency, weeping, brokenness, humility, and also a character according to the image of Jesus. And finally, prayer produces protection. Without prayer, we lose all of this. Wow. Not to mention that prayer produces physical, mental, and emotional benefit. Yeah, these, these three things prayer produces in a... In a Physical, mental, and emotional benefit. Why? Researchers have found that praying once every day and having it is as a daily habit can help us to prevent illness such as 
memory loss, dementias, and Alzheimer. Also, my brothers, doctors were able to see 47 scientifically proven benefit for our, our life that was proven scientifically. And the most prominent are that prayer can decrease pain. Wow, this is so powerful. Because uh, prayer can decrease pain or decrease the risk of death from heart attack, stroke, anxiety, and depression. And also, uh, results also showed that praying improves the immune system. Scientific researches studied the relationship between the brain and the spiritual phenomenon. Yeah, they came to the conclusion that when we pray, we calm ourselves down. And that is good for our body, soul, and spirit. Wow. And, and prayer does many things in our body, soul, and spirit. Prayer is to talk, to listen God, and also keep all this benefit that prayer can bring to your life. Amen? In all areas of your life, and also in your spiritual maturity. In the second point, why should we pray? Pray. Why should we pray? My brothers, because of our fallen human nature, we are bad. And we are going to see that in many verses. I'm going to read many verses now. Luke 11, 29 said, As the crowds increased, Jesus said, This is a wicked generation. It asks for a sign, but no one will give it except the sign of Jonah. Matthew also said, Matthew 12, 39, he asked, a wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but none will give except the signs of the prophet Jonah. And also in Matthew 7, 11, Jesus said, Jesus said, if you then, through that are evil. Also, Genesis 6, verse 5 says, The Lord saw how great the weakness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human hearts was only evil all the time. Then, my brother, Jesus said that the human nature is bad. We are evil, wicked, adulterous, lazy, and negligent. Jesus said that human beings are not good. Paul the Apostle says in Romans that I know that in my flesh I do not live well. And Jesus said, we are evil. Our human nature is not good. 
This is the reason that Paul the Apostle said, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. But how are you going to make your earthly nature die? How? It is in the presence, is in the presence of God, is in prayer and through prayer. It's in the presence of God that you will be transformed. It is in the presence of God that you see who you are, that and that you are you have nothing good in you, and that you are not humble. And you need to be transformed. And also in the book of Psalms 139-23, David said, Search me and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And, and you need to ask to God, God, search our hearts. My brothers, sorry, but there is no point in making excuses for God. Like, I am like that. This is my temperament. I cannot do it. Or, I have no patience. I was born like that. No, don't make excuses. Because God does not listen to this kind of a prayer. Because Jesus said that with God everything is possible. But how can we do that? My brothers, going to the cross every morning, crucifying your old man every day. Fasting and prayer are the main ways to transform our old nature. Yes, fasting and prayer. And beloved brothers and sisters, I want to say to you, I'm not good and humble. I know that I have, I have to face every day to crucify my old nature. There is no one that is good. Like, because every day I need to crucify my old nature. I have to get up earlier to pray, to humble myself before the Lord, and to cry before the Lord. And, and of course, I cannot achieve this transformation alone. I have to go to the Lord's feet every day. I have to go to Him and to say, Lord, help me. Help me this day. Support me and transform me, Father. Glory to God. Also, we must pray to not fall in temptations. Okay? In the, in the, same, in the same point, why we have to pray? Because we are evil. And second, for us not to fall into temptation. Matthew 26, 41 says, Watch and pray, so that you not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. My brothers, the flesh will never be red. The spirit will, because your spirit was born again, not your flesh. 
And also, Matthew 6:13, Jesus said, And let us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And also, Paul, the apostle, said in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, Pray continually, or pray with no ceasing. My brothers and sisters, we are tempted every day. Evil will chase us and harsh us. Your flesh, that is your old creature, will tempt you. And the devil's trap, traps will come against you every day. The devil come against you every day. Peter said that. Said that. First Peter 5.8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, enemy the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. And the, and the Bible says for us to be alert because it, we will be tempted. Yes, we will be tempted to return to the desires of the flesh. You are going to be tempted to return to the vices of drinking, smoking, drugs, immorality. In 2009, my brothers, I converted to, to Jesus. And three weeks after my conversion, my birthday came up. And I got a, I got a glass of whiskey as a gift. And I was tempted to drink it, but I didn't. I never got drunk again. I never used drugs again. And Satan... He's going, he's going to tempt you for you to go back, for you to, to drink again, to, to, smoke, to, to go to smoking. I remember in the past, I had even smelled and tasted the drugs in my mouth, trying to return to my addiction. And do you know how I overcame this temptation? Do you know? I used to bend my knees every morning and I prayed to the Lord to help me. And I said, Lord, I don't want this in my life anymore. Help me and give me strength. And we all are tempted to practice immorality, to look at pornographic sites, to lie, to swear. We are tempted to murmur to blaspheme against God, to speak will of the brothers of the church, to respond poorly to his wife, to the husband, not to be humble. And in our job, we will be tempted to disobey the boss authority. Beloved brothers and sisters, people will treat us badly and you'll be tempted to fight back and to fight and you are you are going to be tempted to disobey governor governmental authority the laws and we are going to be tempted even to doubt about god his existence and power and the bible says that 
as you are tempted, Jesus also were tempted in the same way. All these temptations that I was tempted and you are tempted, Jesus was tempted. Let's read Hebrews 4, 15. Chapter 4, verse 15 says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Hallelujah. Yet Jesus was tempted with the same sins. Yeah, all and also all of us have weakness. But the word of God says that Jesus emphasized with our weakness. He is the high priest and he lives to intercede for us. And you are not alone in this battle, my brother and sister. God is with you. Yeah. Because he said, I will be with you all the days until the end of times. He said to us. And also, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, Satan has asked to, sh to, to shift all of you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. Simon, that your faith may not fail. Yeah. And what is your biggest weakness? Do you know? Do you know your biggest weakness? Romans 8:26 are going to show. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we want to pray for. This is our weakness. Because we do not know how to pray. We do not pray. And if we pray, it's a very little, sometimes five or ten minutes at most. And some book says John Wesley came to pray at least 14 hours. And also, why Jesus? Why didn't Jesus sin? Why? Do you know why Jesus didn't sin? Hebrews 5 verse 7 says, during, during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. As he was hurt because of his Reverent submission. Or when Jesus was here, he offered prayer with fervent cries and tears. This is the point. And the first point, what is prayer? Okay. Why should we pray? Because we are evil. Second point. Second point. For, no, for us not to go into temptation. And the third point, to whom should we pray for? And, and Paul, in the Paul's letter, teaches 1 Timothy chapter 2, 1 and 2, that says, I urge you, first of all, that petitions, 
prayer, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for all kings and all those in authority, that we may live a peaceful and quiet life. And this is an intercessory prayer. And we must pray to all men and those who exercise authority. And thus began the great revival in England with John Wesley and the three other young men. And John Wesley said, talked about the importance of the intercession by saying that those for whom we intercede will receive greater blessings from God. Yeah. And the prayer that is that was done for others is answered for our good. And he said, how many times prayers made by others I answered for our good and our prayer answered for the good of others. And my brothers, for the city to be converted, it needs our intercession, prayer and supplication. Supplication for by the government, city hall, civil def defense, police, judges, lawyers, doctors, principals, teachers, teachers in the school, businessmen, city banks, stores, supermarkets. Yeah, and, and this, is, this is a principle by which we value the word of God and obey his command. And we need to obey this commandment of God. Amen? Glory be to the name of Jesus. So, that's why we have here in the church, and sometimes you ask, why do we, do we talk a lot about prayer? Why do we teach a lot about prayer? Do you know that we have prayer meetings five times a week? And our desire is to have 24 hours of prayer a day, seven days a week. Yeah, this is our goal. And we are going to have that in Jesus' name. Yeah, 24 hours of prayer. My beloved brothers, a church that does not pray, Pray is a defeated church. A Christian that does not have a prayer life is a Christian without relevance in the spiritual world. And this word today, my brothers, is God's challenging you to come to church prayer meetings. Yeah. And also to grow in your prayer life. This is the word for you. But also, we tend to make excuses for God. We say, oh God, I am tired. I didn't have time. I didn't remember of the pre-meeting. But when there is a birthday, a barbecue, a party, we are not tired for that. And sometimes we, we, we go for a walk or stay at home on television, on the internet. That's why. Jesus called this generation negligent, lazy, and adulterous 
because we traded God for other things. Another point, for whom we have to pray, and, and we needed to pray for our brothers, to pray for our brothers. James 5.16 says, Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another to be healed. We cannot neglect, neglect this principle of praying for one another. And 1 Samuel 12, 23 says, the prophet Samuel said, As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you. And I will teach you the way that is good and right. When we do not pray, we are sinning against God. Yeah. Also, another point, we need to pray for the unity of the church. Another verse, John 17, 22, 23. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and, 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 and have loved them as you have loved me. And this is how should we live in unity. And we see the biggest reference is the church in the book of, the, uh, book of Acts that says, all the believers were together and had everything in common. And they were united in prayer together. In, in, uh, also in book of Acts 4.32 says, All the believers were one in heart and mind. Or they had one heart and mind together and this is the big reference that we have the biggest reference is the church of acts another point pray for workers okay and i want to read another verse luke 10 2 that says jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask to the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send our out workers into the harvest field. We need to pray for new leaders, new pastors, deacons, teachers in children's ministry, youth ministry, and all church ministry. Or pray for more workers. Amen? Fourth point. Four point. First, what is prayer? And now, how we should pray. How we should pray. We should pray according to the will of God. 
Jesus taught us to pray that way. And he, and he said, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Or we should pray according to the will of God. Matthew 26, 39 also said, Jesus said, Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Or may your will be done. And, and what's God's will? What's God's desire? Do you know? Paul the Apostle said, 1 Timothy 2 verse 4, said, God wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is the, the will of God. All people should be saved. This is the will, God's will. And, and the last point, who should we pray to? We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Okay? John 16, 23. That says, Very, very, very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I'm going to read again. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Then, my brother, we should pray to the Father in, the, in Jesus' name. Then, my brothers, pray with faith, boldness, confidence. Pray and wait with expectation. We need to repent from, of this sin. The sin of not having time for prayer. And I want to just this word to challenge you and you may grow in your life of prayer and and maybe in the the areas that you are still weak and needed to overcome if you want revival the presence of god miracles salvation of many lives we need to invest prayer time in the church and in our homes the church that pray is the church that is consecrated to the Lord. And I want, can, you, can God count on you to bring his kingdom? Can he count on you to bring his kingdom on this land? Can God count on you, on your, on, on your family? And may the Lord bless you and make us intercessors. Intercessors that is going to be used by him to bring his kingdom and his, his will on this earth. May the Lord bless you. And I want to pray for you right now. If you are at home, if you are you that are watching online, I want to ask you, please. Ask God, God forgive me, because we are sinning against God, because we need to understand the need of prayer. 
Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Father, for your for what you said to us. And may this word can touch our spirit and our lives in a supernatural way. We ask you, Father, forgive us. Because many sins are entering in our lives. Because we are neglecting prayer, Father. Many times we are tempted, Father, to go back to our addictions because of the lack of prayer. Many sins are coming over the church because the church are not praying, Father. Father, we don't know how to pray. This is our weakness, Father. We don't know how to pray. But we need your grace. You need your power. Help us. Strengthen us to be a people of prayer. Father, you want to grow spiritually. You want to grow, Father, in the, and, to, and, and to save this nation, Lord, and help us, Father, to, to be a church of prayer. As you said for us to pray in these 12 hours of prayer every month, Father, we accept this challenge, Father. Help us to be strong and also forgive our sins. The lack of prayer in our life. Father, we know when we pray, you heard, you listen our prayers. And we want to obey you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. All the glory be to you, Jesus. In Jesus' name.